Explore the Shires was a program we produced um, and we continue to produce. It was a spinoff of the Bennington Made series, which became Made in the Shires. Uh, we wanted to expand and explore much more of what the whole county had to offer. And so we created this series, Explore the Shires. We hope you enjoy this show right now. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Explore the Shires. I'm Matt Harrington, your host, and with me as always is Cat TV. We're here at Centerline Architects in downtown Bennington, Vermont. We're gonna go meet with their team. They practically designed most of the buildings in the Shires and throughout the greater region. I want us to go explore some of the work that they've been doing over the last 30 years. Let's go meet with Gary and his team and see just what they've designed in the last 30. Let's go. Gary, how are you? Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Great. So uh, tell us a little bit about Centerline. How did it get started? What have you been doing all these years? Um, Centerline got started about 30 years ago. Okay. Exactly. We're, actually, we're in our 30th year right now. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and uh, we, I started out uh, here in Bennington uh, up by the uh, middle school. And then have had offices around on Main Street for the last 30 years. Ended up here. What got you? What I mean, what 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 created? What got you into the field of architecture? And then what made you start out on your own? <laughs> I, uh, I got into the field of architecture when I was working for um, Bill Crozier, who was a contractor over in North Bennington. We were working on the Prospect School, okay. and uh, it was uh, October cold October day and I was helping him build a set of steps and make mixing mortar and I was freezing my tush off. Tush off, yeah. <laughs> and I said, I'd like to be drawing this rather than <laughs> making sense. it. Yep. Uh, I was about 14 years old then and that sort of set me on a course to, uh, through courses in the high school and uh, just understanding what an architect does yep. and um, sort of proceeded from there to wow. end up and here you are 30 years later, and of course, I think you would say most that Centerline is more than just you now. It's a full team of people. Absolutely. I started Centerline because I wanted to have a, a, an architect's office that was um, made up of a, of, of a team that really worked together, that actually built off of each other. We, we um, have ideas that get knocked around and that uh, actual, actually end up being... Uh, I think a better design product yeah. because of that. It's like collaborative work that we do with both clients and, and here in the office with uh, people um, well, and staff. 
the team members are in there, right? They are. Can how we go meet them? Come, how about if you come on in <laughs> yeah, and we'll go on, meet go. them? <laughs> this is Andy Buxbaum and hey, Andy. Kelly Clark. And uh, tell us what you're working on. Uh, we're working on the uh, Smith Arts Center, which is a new, um, well, it's actually a restoration project and, and repurposing of a, a building down at Camp Chimney Corners in Beckett, Massachusetts, Girls Camp. That's part of the YMCA camp, which is um, across the lake. Um, and we're doing um, some additions of a porch and um, changing um, some of the interior work to give them a better space to, to have meetings in and have productions in. So this is St. Anthony Hall, and we're in the middle of construction on that. Okay. Uh, down at Williams College. Yeah, right. Yeah, this was a, uh, a restoration of, a, of an old McKinmead and White uh, structure, which um, is an historic uh, building, which was built in about 1890. And we're refacing this courtyard um, and adding elevator and circulation space to bring the building up to code and give them again a better a, a better uh, movement through the building itself. So it's a sensitive building because it's historic and um, again it's for Williams College and um, they, they always are trying to put their best foot forward and do the best projects they can. So this is an exciting project for us. Kind of an interesting project. Would you say that that's kind of the signature of Centerline, the ability to kind of marry both kind of the, the, the historical nature of, of buildings as well as, I mean, most of our buildings probably at this point, there's an expectation that they get modernized in various ways. Yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, this is a, this is a great, uh, great project as an example of that. I mean, um, uh, as Gary mentioned, there are, you know, new pieces, components to this, but the college was very insistent, and we were as well, that uh, the new pieces be sympathetic and contextual with the historic structures and yet be brand new. There's so many different parts and pieces to go into a building like this. There's historic preservation, there's the environmental sensitivity, there's meeting the code. There's, it's incredibly difficult to bring a building like this up to meet modern code for accessibility, egress, lighting, all that stuff. So we've actually been working on this project for over five years now. Wow. Starting at the study stage and now almost done with construction. And you're adding a layer of complexity with the additional certification to it, it sounds like. Right. It was a very difficult project before and adding that level on top of it is just a whole, a whole new ballgame. Jen? and Molly are talking with Kevin. Kevin's in our Burlington office. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> and so, you you've got, got, so you've got a Burlington office as well, which kind of, if you think of Vermont, you're down in Bennington, you're up in Burlington, you really do have kind of good comprehensive coverage throughout the state. We do, we do. And um, how long have uh, we been up there, Kevin? Is it, we're in our sixth year? Uh, I think around five years. So what are you guys working on today? It's, it's cool to kind of see some telecommuting through, you know, uh, through Vermont even. So uh, what's the project that's on tap for today for you guys? We're actually planning for our 30th anniversary party. Great. So that's coming up in a few weeks. Um, we're working on our layout and food menu and our mailing list. So we have a little bit of everything going on. Well, we hope that we get an invite to the 30th and uh, we look forward to... Uh, to see what you guys come up with for that party. Great.
Let's go into the next room. Sure. Thank you. See you later. Thank you. Bye, Kevin. And so you get down right to the very detail, it looks like, in terms of the look, tone, and feel of carpet to wood to countertops to exterior. I mean, that's all. What I, I think sometimes when people think of architects, they're thinking of draw, you know, drawing and stuff like that. But it sounds like in this modern day, it's a little bit of everything. It absolutely is. You, <laughs> you saw show what was going plan. on with Andy in there with yeah. a pencil and a sketch. Yeah. And so it's really that process of thinking all the way through to what is that material? Not just what is that material, but where does it go? What's the pattern? Yeah, the grain of the wood versus and fur versus mahogany. Um, what type of finish that has? Is it a clear stain or does it have some kind of tone to it? And what type of sheen? It gets uh, yeah. down to the detail there. Right. And, and, and would you say, you know, the detail and the, and the materials matter to, um, I guess, the feeling you get when you walk into a building? And some people wouldn't think that, but I think from what I've heard, Centerline kind of really appreciates kind of the human being in, in and among the buildings that you're building. Yeah, and it's a process. And that's what I think is the fun thing about what we have here in terms of uh, our staff is the, the idea for this building doesn't come from one person. It's, mm. it's, it's us sitting down with that owner and talking to him about what he's looking for in a building. And then the actual, you know, this piece, you know, that's the rendering of what, what it come, came out to be. But it's really, it doesn't start there. Yeah. It starts with those bubble diagrams. It works its way through to this. And then it's, it's also like the idea of the color which was what sort of brought this project together was Todd was um, thinking about, well, what, you know, this is a, a Victorian piece and then a new addition that goes along the back. And how do we tie our new and our existing together, but actually make it a relevant building for today? Yeah, the, the, the owners kind of enjoys a contemporary feel to things. And so taking a Victorian building and just trying to do something that kind of changes it yeah. up and uh, so it's, it's uh... so in New England you got your work cut out for you I mean I'm sure there isn't a building <laughs> that uh, isn't more than 50 years old that needs some sort of uh, rehabilitation rehabilitation <laughs> is a good word yeah yeah this is a uh, sketch up model and I created an animation from the sketch up model of the building um, and with this we're able to place the building on the site, um, give context uh, with the surrounding buildings to the owner, and show how the building interacts in uh, the on the site. Um, and we're able to, you know, show them every side angle of the building and um, kind of review how we want um, those pieces to interact with each other and look at uh, roof details, existing um, ornament on the building. Um, and then we're also able to uh, then take the owner inside the building um, and show them how uh, you can travel through the spaces. Um, you can see there's a corridor right down the center there and uh, develop um, the kind of private relationships of the spaces in the side. And you can see this is um, some of the program that Gary was talking about, uh, the classroom spaces within the building, and then uh, there's dining and kitchen spaces that you'll see next. 
And what we're looking at right now is uh, in this stairwell here, we're trying to create some kind of mass um, that is an interesting aspect of the project. Um, you can see here with Revit, we were able to create construction drawings of that. And this is actually uh, what we want to go on site and talk to the client about. Okay. Um, and we've selected some materials <coughs> in the other room to review with them. Perfect. Right, so here we are, Gary, at the first stop of our day at the writer's studio. Yeah, so this is the, the old Prospect nursing home. Okay. And you can see then this, uh, this historic part of the building that we've saved and we're rebuilding the porches, bringing back the historic trim on the exterior of the building. So this will look as it did when it was uh, built in the late 1800s. Okay. And then as we go back, uh, we tore off the insensitive additions and we're putting on new additions that will tie into uh, the back part of this house. Um, um, sleeping units in the back uh, and built through here and then classroom uh, activity, kitchen spaces on the main level. So if you want to go in, we'll meet the owner. Hi gentlemen. How's it going? Good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you. Hi. Ryan. Oh, hi. Hi. This is V. Hi, Hansman. Hi, V. Good to see you. Hello, Gary. <laughs> so what we've got going on today, uh, Gary kind of gave us a, an, an overlay of what kind of the whole uh, building, where it started, where you guys are moving it towards. But uh, Gary, maybe you want to lead us through kind of what we're working on today. Yeah, so you can start to see where we're laid out here. Um, the existing building in there and right about where this huge uh, microlam is, the LVL, is where the new part of the building is coming in and what we're looking at uh, will be the kitchen over there this will be a dining room and that'll be a large um, uh, assembly space um, for whatever things readings you might classroom. <laughs> yeah readings and classroom there you go and so this is going to open up into the upper level so we have some uh, two-story space here and a stair will wrap around a piece and what we're going over with v today is what that piece is going to be okay. and how that's going to look and hopefully he's going to agree with us <laughs> that, that it's the right uh, the right application of materials and shape and form this piece is right in here sort of where this um, staging is going up the stair comes in here and the, what we're looking at in those elevations are, is that sculptural piece. It's really a sculptural piece that goes up and starts to narrow as it goes up. And the idea is the intended to help us uh, sort of accentuate this vertical space that's going on here. The stair will go up, turn around and go to the back side of it. Well, this is, um, I think it's terrific actually. Um, I, um, I, these, these woods are fine. I, I, um, I don't, I'm just following your lead. <laughs> All right. Well, so, so one of the things that we're, we've been talking about is just which wood to use. And obviously this wood really has that, that grain. And when, when we look at fur, it has both the light, this is showing a single one, but it actually has light and dark that will be in it. Uh -huh. So a little more movement, a little more um, you know, just articulation of that space would happen with this wood 
uh, rather this is pretty uniform and um, stays pretty uniform. I like the fur better. Yeah, I do too. I like the fur better. Um, the nice thing about the fur too is that the, uh, the grain does like, it has that vertical nature like you were talking about and it does draw your eye subconsciously up through <coughs> the space and uh, it, which is, this is gonna be a vaulted ceiling so it's going to be a- Cause nice we're holding those, space. right. And we're holding those boards apart so that you have both the lines of the joint as well as the lines that are in right. the wood. It, ha it, has, um, it has depth and texture and, um, and I think it'll, that's my choice. Yeah, and I think the warmth of it's also the important part of this because we're, I think, we're thinking the white walls that most of this will be white walls in this area uh -huh. here. And then that will be sort of the accent piece and the, and the floors will be also a warm wood accent. Right, as, and the stairs as well. Yeah, exactly. Here we are at spot number two. And why do you want to show this one off, Gary? Well, this was the uh, first project as Centerline Architects that we did. 30 years ago. 30 years ago, wow. actually. <laughs> I've forgotten when we started construction. This is uh, Richard Cutler. Dick Cutler from Cutler Construction. <laughs> he built all of this. Uh, and um, what's it? I think started in the main house like in 1980. No, later than that. Was it later than that? 86, 87, 86. Yeah, I think, okay, mid 80s, yeah. And then this was either fall of 89? Yep, fall of 89. And you saw some of the photos in the, um, in the office, I showed him some of the photos that had the, that whole barn, how it was all opened up and how we had to go in here. You can see where the foundation is. We had to dig that whole piece down. And I thought it'd just be kind of interesting to see the very first project yeah. that we did, uh, have Dick here walk through and sort of. Yeah, because originally it was a dairy for, uh, barn, the cows and stuff, and all the okay. stanchions were still there. Yep. So we had to take them all out and lower the grade. Head height down there was probably yeah, seven and a half feet or something like that. Hey, you want to go check it out? Yeah, yeah, no, so we'll start here. I think we'll take a quick uh, tour through the milk house. Uh, so this was a milk house, used to be tied to that. Uh, we separated the two. This has two bedrooms in it, I think. I think so, two. Yeah. And uh, so we can start down there. This was a milk house, and I can remember coming in here and having the smell, and it brought me back to when my dad was over at the Hall Farm, uh, the McCullough property smelt just like the exact same thing it had to it still had the tank tanks Thanks in it here some of the old cans yeah so this is all set up designed for um 13 bedrooms i think we only have 11 of them actually in service at this point just upstairs where we had designed for them and a stair that used to was to go up here but a lot of this you'll see are salvage beams from the original barn when we took this out. Like we said, we had to dig this down. The ceiling height was here. So we dug uh, two and a half, three feet down into the, into the uh, ground to actually put this in. We literally had to take the whole back wall out so we could get all the equipment inside. Plus the back wall was starting to fail, so we had to reinforce it. So this was the main screening room. So. I, uh, we had this set up so that you had uh, screening uh, equipment that would be back here, uh, projection equipment. 
uh, all wired out to uh, this area out here for using this as mm -hmm. screening. Yeah, not, so not I know. bad for your first job. <laughs> no, this is quite a, <laughs> it was a fun job. <clears throat> you got somewhat of a idea. understanding of what you started with and where you ended up. <laughs> and shortly after we got all of this opened up. So you saw we took out the, we took out the slab below. We took out the outside wall. We took out the floor up above because we had to reframe it all. So it had to be structural for, um, for human occupancy, Plus both the roof and the... We had to reinforce all the beams. And, and this was the writing room. So this was where they wrote uh, Brooklyn Bridge, probably some of the early um, scripts for Spin City. And we didn't do anything for family ties here. That was already It was all done, yeah. yeah. And then uh, another couple of bedrooms out in here. The silo. As you see, she comes down through the building here. Oh, neat. Oh. Yeah. And then this is the, uh, the main uh, space uh, function room. And it's set up, um, when we came in here with Gary, the one thing he said was, when I walk into the barn, I want it to look just like this. I want to see the board. So these are all... The inside of this is all the original boards. Um, we added dormers to get more light in, but those are all, all the construction is gone from the inside to the outside. You come in and the whole thing just opens up. The old yeah. barn feeling is what you wanted. Yeah. So you pleased the customer, you, you did what the client wanted and you put some of your own touches to it as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it, uh, I think, that, well, Dick and I had a really good working relationship and uh, I think that that helped, uh, helped make the first, I mean, it's a pretty big project to start, start with. Yeah. And <laughs> having uh, a good contractor to work with just made it yeah. like night and day. Makes, uh, made for a great experience. That went a good time. It was, it was a lot of fun. And the fun way to walk it actually might be to follow the path of the, the wood chip, okay. uh, which would be... Starting down around where the wood chips get dropped yeah. off and then sort of tracking all the, um, the equipment's not running right now because we're not burning um, wood chips right now, but uh, I can explain that Let's do it process and how it works. We are standing inside right now of um, the point at which the wood chips get dropped off. So in the, when this garage door is open, a tractor trailer drives up and has in the back of the tractor trailer uh, a thing called a walking floor which is actually what this is too, which is a series of parallel panels that uh, vibrate and, and shift next to each other and slowly move the material. So all the wood chips get dumped into this bin and the walking floor slowly moves them to the end of the bin where those chains are and then it drops onto a conveyor. All the wood chips to this hanging magnet here, that's actually a large electromagnet that pulls any debris out of uh, the wood chips. So a lot of these wood chips come from uh, forestry operations are byproduct of forestry, so they'll take the smaller branches or the, the unusable parts of trees. Uh, and it also comes from site clearing operations and construction, so if they're clearing a new site, uh, the wood that's harvested from that goes into this. And so sometimes there's pieces of metal or chain link fence. We don't want those going into the system, so the magnet pulls those out. And then this then uh, drops the wood chips onto this separate conveyor. Any wood chip 
that is smaller than these holes falls down through and moves separately from the bigger chips which get moved onto uh, this conveyor and brought up into this giant red object here which is a hammer mill which actually pulverizes the wood chips and breaks them down to a smaller size so every wood chip has to be uh, sort of consistently sized in order to not clog up the works and to burn uh, properly. We were charged with making sure it all fit inside the building and look good from the outside because essentially this well you can see how tall this is so it's a major impact on the on the site and the campus right and we wanted to we knew that things were going to happen at the library the plan was things were uh, renovations were going to happen there so how did this tie into that was part of a huge part of what we were involved with and you can see even from the inside the scale of this space uh, this is a three or four story tall space but when you're on the outside of the building you really just perceive one uh, story of space so integrating that into the into the site was I think a really key part of uh, the design work that happened here. Um, but this concrete box is the bin that all the wood chips get stored in you can still see some leftover chips from uh, last season uh, sitting down there and these this row of pistons are basically um, wedge-headed uh, pistons that drive into the bottom of the pile and pull backwards so the wedge drives in and then they scoop backwards and drop more chips onto this um, shaking conveyor that then brings chips over to this auger which is a big spiral that moves the chips up into another auger that moves the chips up <laughs> and then uh, delivers them to a blower um, and the blower actually uh, brings chips um, by just blowing them with air pressure through this black pipe that you see, travels down and up and over and across, and then it enters into the next room. So you're a wood chip, and you're coming in, rounding the bend up here in this black pipe, and traveling across this space and down over to the head end of this boiler. This two-story tall structure is, is the boiler. Uh, the bottom of it has the fire bed wood chips get blown right in through this and then inside of this door is the whole fire bed so when this is running the entirety of that is just an orange burning hot bed of flame and everything above this is, is uh, basically a network of pipes that have water in them that gets turned yeah. to steam by that and then heads out. Then ash comes out of this which is the byproduct of burning the wood goes into um, this auger here, and this has a spiral auger which they've actually taken out uh, for cleaning right there. It moves the ash up into these barrels, and then we um, send the barrels uh, to a local company for use in fertilizers. Initially, they thought about tearing this building down because it was sort of uh, a nothing building, but it had a historic component to it, and the um, challenge was to understand what the building could be. The barn is the uh, main academic, uh, uh, academic classrooms and also administrative areas. So when we renovated this building, what we were looking for is uh, a place, a meeting space, a large meeting space, that then uh, the idea and the concept was to save as much of the building as possible. And then as you come around here, you'll see what we did. It was uh, essentially a carriage barn, okay. yep. and we took those... Uh, wide openings that were like the, the doors, the uh, garage doors that were in here, and we just sandwiched in glass between them so it became a complete uh, 
completely visible of what's going on inside and a vis vision of the campus from the outside. So it's kind of serving both functions and you know, it sort of went along with the idea of Bennington College where transparency uh, yeah, on, yeah, on all levels is part of the nature of this college. We reuse the materials. You, if you, you can't really see from here, but if you see inside the barn boards that we took off the inside of the building, we put back on, used the dollars per square foot. We're really quite low on this. Well, Gary, thank you so much for showing us around a couple thank of your you. projects and introducing us to Centerline, and congratulations on 30 years. Well, thank you very much. To the next 30. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Explore the Shires. Join us next time. Keep rolling. You gotta use oh. it. Oh. 30 on three. One, two, three. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I can't I, I, I have it. a clever thing you can say. About. I have no clever things to say. <laughs> oh, that's it. You're on the blooper reel now, Gary.